Avenger. The road to crime ends in a trap that justice sets. Crime does not pay. Avenger's sworn enemy of evil is actually Jim Brandon, a famous biochemist. Through his numerous scientific experiments, Brandon has perfected two inventions to aid him in his crusade against crime as the Avenger. The telepathic indicator, by which he is able to pick up thought flashes, and the secret diffusion capsule, which cloaks him in the black light of invisibility. Brandon's assistant, the beautiful Fern Collier, is the only one who shares his secrets and knows that he is the man the underworld fears as the Avenger. And now, The Avenger and the Tunnel of Disaster. Fern, we'll finish this experiment later. It's time to listen to the broadcast now. Oh, yes, Jim, I'd forgotten about that. Why, Fern, how could you? Inspector White's talked of nothing else for a week. <laughs> you helped him write his dedication speech for the opening of the new tunnel, didn't you, Jim? Yes, and he'll never forgive us if we don't listen to him deliver it. No, I'll tune it in. You know, they ran into so much trouble building that Riverport tunnel, I often thought they'd never finish it. Well, folks, several thousand people are gathered here for the dedication of the new Riverford tunnel that cuts through South Mountain. In another moment, the ceremonies will begin. Jim, In the meantime, didn't the final cost of the tunnel amount to more than twice the amount originally planned for it? That's right, Fern. The engineers ran into all sorts of difficulties. In fact, they advised the city council more than once to abandon the whole idea. It's pretty well known that the engineers wanted to resign, but the city held them to their contract. Well, I suppose now that the tunnel is finished, it's worth all the money that was spent on it. Yes, it will relieve the traffic jams on the other tunnels and make it easier to get in and out of the city on the south side. Oh, listen, Jim, they're ready to begin the ceremony. Oh, right. And the work was carried forward. We are broadcasting to you from a helicopter from which we can see both ends of the tunnel. Now, in just a moment, our tunnel commissioner, Jonas Anderson, will drive the first car through the tunnel. Right now, the tapes are being cut, the municipal band is striking up, and the commissioner's car is entering the tunnel. As soon as the car emerges at the other end, the signal will be given for the first ticket to be sold. The commissioner...
commissioner is making this trip to establish a time record. And now I'm going to lower the mic over the side and let you listen to the band for a moment. Could have happened. Oh, a flat tire, most likely. It couldn't be anything else. Yes, something is wrong here, folks. We're going to land our helicopter on the roadway so that we can give you a first-hand report. Stay with the radio, Fern. I'm going to see if I can pick up anything on the telepathic indicator. Yes, Jim. Nobody can understand what's happened here. Inspector White is going through the tunnel in a police squad car now, and we should know something in a minute. Jim, did you pick up anything on the indicator? Not yet, Fern. Here comes the inspector's squad car now. We'll have news for you in just a moment. Ladies and gentlemen, a very strange thing has happened here. Inspector White reports that there is absolutely no sign of either the commissioner or his car in the tunnel. They, they've just disappeared. Well, Jim, pick up anything? Yes, Fern, I did. What, Jim? Amid impressions of great excitement, the indicator picked up a strong telepathic impression of violence and disaster. What shall we do, Jim? We'd better get out there to the tunnel right away, Fern. Inspector White will need us. Jim Brandon. He's connected with my office. Let him through the ropes. Thanks, Inspector. Good grief. This is some mob. Yes, Fern. We tried to get them to go home, but they won't budge. Over this way, Jim. I want to talk to you. Say, how many guards were stationed in the tunnel when this crazy thing happened, Inspector? Four, Jim. One on each end and two in the center. The center ones were knocked out, but they're in the hospital under guard. There's not a chance that they know anything. If they did, they'd have been killed. That's what I think. But here's something else, Jim. This note was found pinned to the coat of one of those guards. What does it say, Jim? It's a warning to the mayor. It says, Riverford Tunnel is a death trap. The public will never use it. Close it at once or disaster will strike again. Well, anyway, it's a relief to know we're dealing with a flesh and blood criminal. For a while, it looked as though the commissioner had just disappeared into thin air. Well, he has, Fern. We know that he went into the tunnel, and we know he didn't come out. He's not in there now, so where is he? Inspector, I'd like to take a walk through the tunnel. Oh, you fool, find a thing, Jim, but come on. Do you think this will cause the tunnel to be closed for good, Inspector? I don't know, Fern. That's up to the city council. This tunnel cost the city $15 million. I'm betting they won't close it. Well, whether they do or not, I've still got to crack this case, and in short order, too. Wait. Where's that hammering coming from, Inspector? Well, that's my men testing every inch of these walls, Jim. If there's a hollow spot, they'll find it. Good work, Inspector. Jim, have you got any ideas at all on this thing? Not yet, Inspector. But there's got to be a joker in this deal somewhere. 
We'll just play the handout and we'll find it. Yes, yes, I'm Michael Evans. What's your business, Brandon? Miss Collier and I came to make a few inquiries, Mr. Evans. Well, get to the point then, Brandon. What do you want? You were the construction engineer on the Riverfoot Tunnel, weren't you? Yes. I wish I'd never heard of the blasted thing. I told them from the beginning that tunnel shouldn't be built, but they wouldn't listen to me. Well, what were your objections to the tunnel? Objections? Well, it was a waste of the taxpayers' money, for one thing. They could have built a road around both sides of that mountain for a fraction of what the tunnel cost. What if it does take a motorist a few minutes longer to reach the bridge? Safety's more important. Inspector White says you received a number of threatening letters during the time the tunnel was under construction. Yes, and I turned them all over to the city council, but they didn't pay any attention. Those politicians... Mr. Evans, how sound are the walls of the tunnel? Young man, I'll put my work up against any construction job in the country. Well, now, I'm not questioning uh, your... Here are the plans. The mayor told me to hand them over to you. I'll take them and get out. Your questions are an insult All to right, man. Mr. Evans... You want to take that attitude? You're of no help to us. Come on, Fern. Well, I've met some grumpy old men before, but Mr. Evans takes the prize. Sometimes grumpiness is employed to hide uneasiness, Fern. You mean you suspect him, Jim? I haven't made up my mind about that yet. So far, I'm too busy wondering about something else I saw in that office. What was that, Jim? There was a tiny model of a gold smelter on the work table in there. A gold smelter? Yes. And I'm wondering what interest a construction engineer in this city could have in a gold smelter. This is the Hartley Steel Mill, Fern. That must be the office over there. What do you expect to find out here, Jim? Well, this visit is more or less of a shot in the dark, Fern. You'll notice that this land adjoins the city property on which the tunnel is located. Oh, yes. In going through the city records, I discovered that before the tunnel was built, the Hartley Steel Company tried to buy up all that adjoining city property. They didn't succeed. But I'd like to find out why they wanted that land. That sounds like an interesting angle, Jim. Oh, here's the office building. Well, I guess we just walk right in. That you, Joe? I know. It's it's Jim Brandon. I've got business with Mr. Hartley. Well, there must be some mistake. Mr. Hartley's been dead for three years. I want to see the man in charge, then. Uh, do you have an appointment? No, but I think he'll see me. I'm from the police. Oh, uh, well, come in. I'm Theodore Ramsey, the general manager here. This is my assistant, Miss Collier. Uh, sit down, won't you? Thank you. I'm sorry to barge in on you this way, Mr. Ramsey, but there are a few questions I'd like to ask. Oh, that's all right, Mr. Brandon. Only I'm a little curious as to why the guard didn't call me from the gate to say you were coming. I don't think he saw us. We came in the side entrance just as some trucks were pulling out. I see. Well, go ahead, Brandon. Some years ago, the Hartley Steel Interest tried to buy the city land adjoining this property. Why? Well, old Mr. Hartley was living then. And when he heard the city was thinking of building a tunnel under this mountain, he was afraid it might undermine part of our property and, and endanger our business. 
Oh, I see. Any other reason? Well, frankly, yes. We had always hoped that the city would build a road around this end of the mountain. A great deal of our material is delivered in trucks, and a good road would be to our advantage. Naturally, a tunnel through the mountain would cancel out the road. And you weren't willing to build the road yourself? Well, not unless we owned all the land. Mr. Ramsey, do you own the steel mill now? Oh, no, no. I, I'm just the general manager. Old Hartley's grandson, Lee Burgess, owns it. Does he take an active part in running the mill? Well, yes and no. You know how these rich boys are. He has an office over there near the smelting plant. But I, I don't think he's in it very often. Well, thank you very much, Mr. Ramsey. This was just a routine check. Oh, that's all right. Even though we weren't very keen on the tunnel at first, we're just as much upset as you are as the way things have turned out. Call on me again if I can be of any help. Inspector, has the council decided whether they're going to open the tunnel or not? Well, they reached a decision two hours ago, Jim. The tunnel has now opened to traffic. I've just come from there. Oh, Inspector, I just can't understand they're opening the tunnel until you've had a chance to solve this case. Fern, the council is inclined to believe that the whole disappearing aqua stage is some kind of a hoax. Or even a publicity stunt. Maybe they're right, I don't know. I'll get it, Jim. Hello? Yes, the inspector's here. Sure, hold on a minute, please. Inspector, for you. Thanks, Byrne. Hello? What? Holy smoke. Did you call the tunnel and tell him to stop all the traffic? Good. I'll get out there right away. What's the matter, Inspector? They just received a telephone call at headquarters saying disaster would strike the tunnel again at midnight. Come on, Jim. <laughs> Avenger and the Tunnel of Disaster. 
What time is it, Jim? It's uh, 11.58, Inspector. Say, look at that car ahead. Why, it broke right through the gate and went into the tunnel. Oh, the fools. Jim Fern, get out and stand guard here. See that no other cars get past the guard. Okay, come on, Fern. Right, Jim. Where are you going, Inspector? Into the tunnel. Inspector! Inspector! You're crazy! You'll never come out of there alive! Come back! Why do you think it's important to go into the tunnel from the opposite side? We're losing time driving around this mountain. Fern, every car that has disappeared within that tunnel went in at the north entrance. There's some reason for that, and I've got to find out what it is. Oh, Jim, I'm afraid we're too late to save the inspector. We lost minutes getting to the place the guard had his car parked. There's the entrance, Fern. Now hold tight. I'm going to crash right through the gate. Okay, Fern? Yes, Jim. Oh, the guard is blowing for us to stop. I'll explain to him later. We haven't a second to lose now. Keep your eyes peeled, Fern. If there's a clue in here, we've got to find it. Right, Jim. Gosh, this place is frightening. When we reach the center of the tunnel, we'll stop to see if we can pick up any sound. There's absolutely no sign of another car in here, Jim. No. This is the center here. I'll pull up here. Okay. Now, let's listen for a moment. Ah, uh, no good. This place is as silent as a tomb. What now, Jim? I'll drive along slowly. Keep your eye on the road. Jim, wait. I just caught sight of something on the side of the road. What was it, Fern? Something small that seems to be shining. There it is, Jim. Huh? Oh, it's a pencil. It's the inspector's gold pencil, Fern. Good heavens. That means he got as far as this spot, Jim. Yes. And according to my mileage gauge, this is exactly eight-tenths of a mile from the north entrance. Come on, Fern. We've got to get back to the laboratory. This is our first real clue. <laughs> I've made some sandwiches for you. You haven't eaten a thing all day. Oh, thanks, Vern. How are you making out, Jim? Well, according to these maps, that spot where we found the inspector's pencil is directly parallel with the Hartley steel mill. But, Jim, if the tunnel walls are solid, as everyone claims, what connection can the steel mill have with the tunnel? That's where my other discovery comes in. Your other discovery? Yes. According to this early geological history of that tunnel land... Small deposits of gold were once discovered there. Gold? That could be the motive, Fern. Jim, if old Mr. Hartley knew about the gold, that could have been his reason for wanting to buy the land. Right. But old Hartley is dead. Somebody living must know about that gold, Fern. That's the reason they want the tunnel closed. But who, Jim? So far, we have three possible suspects. Three? Yes. Merkel Evans, the construction engineer. Hartley's grandson, Lee Burgess. And Ramsey, the manager of the Hartley Mill. 
I know why you suspect Evans, Jim. But what reasons have you for thinking Burgess and Ramsey may be guilty? Both of them have the facilities and are in a position to mine the gold. Jim, none of this is what you call solid evidence. No, it isn't, Fern. But we haven't time to get that. We've got to force the hand of the guilty party. How, Jim? I want you to put in a telephone call to all three suspects. Tell each of them that Jim Brandon has discovered a hollow section in the tunnel wall and that a crew of men is going to start digging at once. Then hang up. Yes. And what are you going to do, Jim? If there's any connection between the tunnel and the mill, the guilty party will show up at the mill. I'll be waiting for him there as the Avenger. So you finally got here, Burgess. I've been waiting here at the gate for ten minutes. I came as soon as I could, Evans. I had to call my men here at the mill and tell them to get things set. All right, then. Come on. You haven't any time to lose. What? What was that noise? I don't know. There's no one in sight. Say, who do you suppose that girl was who called to warn us? How should I know? Can't bother about that now. Burgess? Have you got enough dynamite to fill in our mine that adjoins the tunnel? Plenty. Don't worry about that. Uh, the minute I set eyes on that Brandon, I knew he was trouble. Oh, stop griping, Evans. You knew this was a dangerous game when you came in on it. Anyway, we're not licked yet. Yes. Yes, you can talk like that because you're young, Burgess. But what about me? I was a respectable engineer all my life, and until I let you talk me into this gold mining business... I talked you into it. You're ridiculous, Evans. What? And you're yellow to boot. Oh, listen here, Burgess. Oh, shut up. Arguing isn't going to get us anywhere. We're both in this thing up to the eyes. Yes, yes, you're right, I guess. We'll have to keep our heads now. We'll dynamite our mine for 20 yards right there where it connects with the tunnel. And when the cops break through the tunnel wall, they'll run into nothing but dirt. Right. And then I'll sue Brandon for everything he owns. All right, here's the shack. Open the door, Burgess. All right, get inside. Lock that door after us. Burgess, how many men have you got down in the mine? Eight. Where are the prisoners? In a room near the smelter. Say, what are we going to do with those prisoners? Do with them? Eliminate them. What else? I don't think I'd be in such a hurry to do that, Evans. Who's that? Who's in here? It's the Avenger. And this is the end of the line for both of you. Where is he? Get him, Burgess. How can I fight someone I can't even see? You might as well give up. The police will be here in a minute. All right, Burgess, now come on. Let's get out of here while there's still time. No, we've got to dynamite the mine first. If we don't, they've got the goods on us. Oh, it's too late, I tell you. It's our only chance. Unlock the trap door, then. Quick. Okay, help me move these file cases away from it. No, you don't, Burgess. You're not going down in that mine. Oh. I, you, you knocked him out. Stay where you are, Evans, or you'll get the same. The police are here now, Evans. And you'd better deliver those prisoners in good health, or the charge will be murder as well as kidnapping. Jim, Fern, over here. We're waiting for you. What are you planning to do down here, Inspector? 
deliver your dedication speech for these reporters? No, Jim. I brought Merkel Evans down here in the tunnel to demonstrate exactly how this swinging wall works. How do you feel, Inspector? Fine, Fern, fine. Never better. Okay, Evans. Start talking. All right. Now, you'll notice that there's a steel girder every 15 feet here through the center of the tunnel. Well, this section of the wall right here, between these two girders, opens just like a door. The huge hinges are behind the steel girder there on the right. But uh, where does the door end? There's no trace of a break in the wall. It ends over there beneath that girder on the left, doesn't it, Evans? Yes, yes, that's right. Now, that girder is attached to this movable portion of the wall. When the wall swings back into place, that girder covers up the crack like a piece of weather stripping. Open it up, Evans. We want to see for ourselves. Well, uh, I'll have to signal the man on the other side of the wall. You see, this whole section is wired and controlled by a photoelectric eye back there in the mine. Whenever we wanted to open the wall, all we had to do was break the beam and it swung out automatically. Give the signal. It's like a revolving stage. When the wall is swung open like that, it looks like a curve in the tunnel. And people drove right into the mine before they realized it. Oh, but not you, Inspector. Well, I threw my pencil out in time to leave a clue for you, didn't I? <laughs> right, Inspector. Jim, why didn't that section of wall sound hollow when they tested it? It's too well reinforced, Fern. Look at the thickness of it. Oh, yes. Okay, Evans, that's all. Take him to headquarters and book him, boys. Oh, uh, Inspector. Uh, what is it, Jim? Smile. Those reporters are snapping your picture. Thank you.
going to see all this traffic going through the tunnel. Yes, Fern. It proves how much the city needed it. Is there really a rich gold vein under the tunnel, Jim? No, Fern. As it turned out, Burgess and Evans had already mined most of the gold in this mountain. Not that it will ever do them any good. There's just one other thing I don't understand. What's that, Fern? What happened to the two men who were in that car the inspector followed into the tunnel that night? They weren't held prisoner with the inspector and commissioner. No, because they were Burgess's own men. That spectacular dash of theirs was staged to keep the disaster stories going. Well, come on, Jim. We'd better get back to the laboratory. I have work to do. Hmm, so have I. The inspector wants me to write his dedication speech for the new courthouse next week. Characters, names, places, and plots used in the Avenger program are fictitious. Any similarity to persons living or dead is purely coincidental. This is a thought. A thought. A thought. Remember, listen for another adventure of... The Avenger. <laughs> 